Sachem, Perik Vav, Mishnah Aleph, 6-1, New Perik, and we are now going to talk about the relationship between the processing of the Korban Pesach and Shabbos. So we already said, back in Mishnah Ches of the previous Perik, that the basic procedure that was described over there was carried out, whether it was a weekday or Shabbos. Um, our Mishnah will now elaborate further on precisely which parts of the Korban Pesach may be done on Shabbos. They're Doche Shabbos, they supersede Shabbos, and which parts not. Uh, the basis of the Korban Pesach superseding Shabbos in general is that the verse refers to the Korban Pesach as having to be done b'mo'ado. The Pesach says in b'midbar, v'yasu v'nei Yisrael es ha-pesach b'mo'ado. They'll do it in its appointed time. And a similar word of b'mo'ado is used referring the korban, to the Korban Hatamid, the daily offering, brought morning and afternoon. As the Pesach says, be careful to offer it to me in its proper time. And the Gezerah Shava connects the two, that just the same way the daily offering, the Tamid, is offered every day and processed even on Shabbos as a regular weekday. So too, the Korban Pesach, which must be offered on the 14th of Nisan, is, has to be done even if it is a Shabbos. So the mission is now itemizing the specific steps. And it says, Elu Devarim Bepesach. The following items are steps in the processing of the offering of the Korban Pesach that are dochenes Shabbos that supersede the halachas of Shabbos. First of all, shchitaso, the actual slaughtering of the animal. Don't forget that shchita is one of the filamitas malachas, so it would be this or to, to shecht an animal. Nevertheless, the Korban Pesach may be shechted on Shabbos. Vizrikas damo, the application of the blood. According to Rashi, this is just um, part of the dragged along as part of the procedure, but wouldn't be aser medura banan even, meaning it would be to apply the blood. Others, however, learn that the application of the blood is something that would be aser medura banan in as much as it resembles um, tikkun mana, like fixing something. Kind of the same way we have learned in previous mesechtas how you can't take your trumas of maestras, the different tithes that come from agricultural produce, can't be removed on Shabbos because you're sort of fixing the food to make it edible. So, so too, the application of the blood is the matir, it's the event which renders permissible um, the consumption of the korban. And the truth is there are two um, players in the consumption of the korban. There's the consumption that Hashem does, as it were, with the haktara, the offering of the emurim. And there's a consumption that the Bailam, whoever owned the Korban does, or the Kohanim, will do, and other Korbanists, not in the case of the Korban Pesach. So the Matya, the thing which allows that to happen, is the application of the blood, and therefore the blood application resembles like fixing something and making it from inedible to edible, and therefore you might think it's Asr Madurabanan, or maybe Asr Madurabanan, but on the case of the Korban Pesach, and er, that lands on Erev Pesach, lands on Shabbos, we do the application of the blood anyways, because no choice in the matter, because it has to be done by Mo'ado. Umichui kravav, the um, the scraping out, the cleaning out of the intestines. Remember, the intestines are actually going to be roasted with the korban pesach. More about that later on. But the point is, we're going to eat them. And <clears throat> excuse me. Remember what intestines are, right? Intestines are the place where the excrement of the animal um, gathers and is expelled. So when you shaft an animal, a ruminant certainly is going to be a lot of likely to be a lot of excrement in those intestines, and those will, of course, spoil and go bad and make the whole animal smell, etc. It's not not appropriate um, in terms of the covet of the carbon, the honor for the sacrifice, and therefore we're going to get rid 
of this excrement by scraping out the intestines. Normally, scraping out intestines would be a malach of dash, or at least madarban asar because of dash. Disha um, threshing is removing the wheat from the chaff. So the concept is taking something out of its moorings, out of its you know container, and that's the case here. Also, the same way the Rambam learns that you know bloodletting or donating blood would be mulach of dust, extracting the blood out from the veins, if you will. So here too, you're extracting out the excrements from the intestines, which would be um, at least madurban and asr, because you don't want the excrement, but madurban, it's asr of isr, it's asr because of dash, but it's permitted on on uh, Shabbos, in the case of the Korban Pesach, for the sake of the honor of the offering. The hector chalavav, same goes with the offering, meaning the burning of the emurim, Chalavav here literally means the, 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 those forbidden fats, which is the chalav is a good part of the emurim. We said also it comes to include the kidneys and part of the liver. Um, and those are also included. Those must be burned on Shabbos. Now, the truth is, bidi evid, if after the fact, if you offered those emurim after Shabbos, everything would still be okay after the fact. But lacharchila, ideally, one should offer them on the day that the animal is slaughtered, meaning on Shabbos in this case, and therefore we will be doing the the haktara, the burning to make smoke of the innards, the sacrificial parts on Shabbos, even though it would normally be usher because you can't, you know, you can't cook things and burn things, etc. Aval, however, tzliyaso, the actual roasting of the korban pesach, which is a mitzvah to itself, but it certainly could be done after Shabbos, um, and doesn't need to be done on the fourteenth at all. That is forbidden. That would be considered like a told of bishul of, of cooking. Can't do that on Shabbos. Vahadachas kravav, the rinsing out of the intestines. So it was the cleaning of the intestines has two parts. There's the mechanical kind of scraping or squeezing to get out most of the excrement, and but then there will be some left on the inside of the walls of the intestines that has to be cleaned out properly. That requires like rinsing, like water rinsing, and that can be pushed off till after Shabbos because it's such a small amount and won't cause the smell, etc., to the animal and make it spoil. So therefore, hadachas kravav, the rinsing out to fully clean the intestines. Einan dochen as the Shabbos, those don't, those meaning the hadach as well as the, the cooking of the Korban Bezach, don't supersede Shabbos. Instead, they must be done on Moti Shabbos afterwards. Now, we'll have a few things here, which according to the Bartanur are Asar Midr And we're going to say they're also forbidden on for the Pesach because they could have been done beforehand. Um, the first is Harkavaso, the bringing in of the animal on one's shoulders. So according to Bartonora, this would be Asr Medurabanan. He isn't going on the fact that Jerusalem is probably a place you can't carry only Asr Medurabanan because um, perhaps doesn't hold that. Um, and also there could be even, you know, Rosh Hashanah, you know, like a freeway, so to speak, right outside the walls of Jerusalem. Um, but he focuses on the fact that there is a sheet in the Tanaim that Chai Noses Atmo, a living creature, carries its own weight in part because it shifts its weight as it's being born and that carried and that being the case um, the person who's carrying the animal isn't doing a whole malacha he's doing part of the malacha part of the malacha is being done by the living creature and therefore it becomes only an isra madurabanan not a full isra derisa the truth is that the halacha is not like this the halacha is we say chai noses atzmo the living creature does help carry itself but only if it's a human being who's conscious about shifting his weight to sort of help himself being carried, whereas an animal certainly not. An animal may actually make things much harder to carry by shifting its weight in the inconvenient way. Um, therefore, although we don't say when it comes to animals, 
the Mishnah here, and Artana is saying that, at least according to the Bartanura, and because he wants to have an Asr Mitzur button, as you'll see why soon. Second of all, bringing in of the animal from beyond the tchum. Just third Masechus Erevin, you recall that you can't go beyond, let's say, 2,000 almost beyond your home on Shabbos, carrying beyond the point would be Asr, although there is a Shita Rabbi Kiva that it's Isra Doraisa. We're talking about Isra Durabun here, we're going that that approach. So, Midurabun, you can't bring animals from beyond 2,000 almost from home, wherever they were, where Shabbos came in, if that's defined. Um, so bringing that on Shabbos also is Asimitur Abanan. And finally, Vachatichas Yabalto. A Yabelet is a wart, and it's a mum. It's a blemish which renders a offering non-offerable. So if the Korn Pesach shows up and it has a Yabelet on it, you can't bring it. You have to first remove the Yabelet. Now, removing the Yabelet on Shabbos would be Aser, um, because of the Malach of Gozes. Gozes um, cutting a living cutting apart off a living animal, um, like cutting one's hair, shearing a sheep, etc., um, comes, goes as the Pashtas is, goes as has two guises. One guise is um, removal of the hair because you want the hair. One guise is like removing of the hair because you want to improve the pelt. So here it would be taking a similar form of removing the abelet, the wart, to improve the offering, the animal, so it shouldn't be a, a balmum, shouldn't have a blemish. That would be Asr Medaraisa. But the, but the Bartonura understands here, we're not talking about the Darius version, we're talking about, let's say, if you use your fingernails to rip off the the wart, so then you're only now in Durabunan territory because you're not using a scissors or a scalpel, which would be the normal way to do it. It's only an abnormal way, it's in there for the Durabunan. But in all those cases, even though they're us or just Medurabunan, you cannot do them on Shabbos to enable yourself to bring in Korban Pesach because you could have done them before Shabbos. And that's where the Mishnah says, Ein dochines a Shabbos, those kinds of things are not, do not supersede the Hilchah Shabbos. You can't do them on Shabbos, even if it means you won't be able to bring your Korban Pesach. Rabbi Eliezer Omer Dochen. Rabbi Eliezer holds, and this is a Shita in general, that we learned back in the 19th parak of Shabbos, if you have a mitzvah to do, and the mitzvah is permitted on Shabbos, the mitzvah is Dochah Shabbos, so then all the Hechshemitz, all the preparatory acts that will lead up to enabling you to do the mitzvah, um, even if you're talking about far back in the chain of events, all those things are permitted to be done. In other words, um, the case, the classic case over there in the 19th parak of Shabbos says to do a bris meal on Shabbos, which is permitted, you can start chopping down trees to make charcoal, to forge iron, to get a knife, to do the bris, etc. Well, that's going to be okay, according to Rabbi Eliezer. Chacham disagree with that, and here you see that sheet again, that anything that could be done before Shabbos, which is the klal that Rabbi Kiva puts forth on Shabbos, and again here in our, in our Masechta, in the next Mishnah, anything that could be done before Shabbos must be done before Shabbos, Anything that can't be done before Shabbos is permitted to be done on Shabbos if it's for the sake of the mitzvah. And more on this discussion in the next Mishnah.